0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad engaging conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott this is the afternoon news on six thirty Chad Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Well,
1: hello. Chetville happy Thursday hope you're having a great day on this blustery day did that wind keep you up last night holy smokes With something else uh, at our place, add that to the fans that are going from the uh, flood in the house I told you about yesterday. It's uh, noisy at the ranch right now. So I hope you're having a good Thursday afternoon. Lots to talk about. We'll keep you updated on everything that's happening with the Oilers. Of course, a huge night for Connor McDavid at the uh, NHL Awards. Uh, We'll hear from him. We'll talk with uh, Morley Scott about that as well. Jordan Eberle has been traded. We'll have more on that as well. It's interesting listening to and reading social media, people are so, either, either they're really happy about the trade or there's a lot going, this is a brutal trade. What will make you happy? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but we'll talk about that. The Oilers have released their schedule for 2017. We'll take a look at that. Lots of things to talk about today. We want to talk about alcohol. We will talk about alcohol, a startling study released uh, earlier today. We'll check in uh, on that. How old should your kids be to use a smartphone, to use a cell phone? There's a dad that's trying to get a law put in place that would ban Mm -hmm. smartphones for kids under 13. We'll hear from him but right now, the one and only Gord Steinke joining me in studio. Hey, Gord.
0: Hey, good afternoon. Nice D- to see you. New cologne? Yeah, uh, no, sorry. I have <laughs> to apologize right off that. That's onions. I just stopped and had a a, a, a doner on the way. I was starving. So coming from Global to here on 51st, there's all kinds of yeah. doner shops. So we've been doing this. Actually, the big boss at Global, Tim Spellesey, he and I have been on a doner tour over the last three months, and uh, we I think we've hit them about all now. But yeah, I apologize. I can I can smell. You can it can smell it yourself. Yeah. But it was delicious. Oh, I don't know you how know good what? they are. You know, you know, lots about health and eating and. Uh,
1: you know, it's funny that you mentioned the doneros because in the newsroom about an hour and a half ago, someone says, "Oh, we should go get doneros." I'm like, ah, mm. Doneros? You don't like them at all? No, I don't like them at all. You don't like the mystery meat? I don't like the mystery meat. I don't like <laughs> the smell of them. I don't like the sauce on it. And everyone in the newsroom was like, "What are you talking about? How can you?" Not like donairs, and it's like, the staff.
0: You walk in, and it, and it seems like it's a party going on in oh, every yeah. donair shop I've ever been in. And it's just <laughs> too much fun. Everybody wants to talk. They're all talking about, of course, Everly today, and yes. and, and the Oilers and the big storm, as mm-hmm. you, you had mentioned too. So, was
1: it really windy out at your place last night?
0: Well, last night was uh, not not too bad. It was two nights ago that it was mm-hmm. getting frightening because we went through this a month ago. I yes. had a monster tree come down. Uh, I mean, you couldn't get your arms around it, and it broke about thirty feet up, and came to. Luckily, it didn't hit any any uh, like the building. Or anything like that, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it was scary. And, uh, just the rain coming down. Uh, yeah, I love a storm at night when you can listen to it, but it always makes you think.
1: Yeah, what could happen? What could happen? Yeah. I mean, we
0: saw what happened in Red Deer. Oh, state of emergency unreal. there, and, and still well, without be, power. Yeah, and so and they'll be cleaning up for weeks. And Fort Saskatchewan got hit, but somehow our little neck of the woods in Strathcona County uh, wasn't too bad.
1: Yeah, we we got off lucky uh, the other night. Last night it was just really, really windy out uh, out at the house again, and. I don't know. It kept us up. There's a there's a flap on the fireplace that yep. shutters and makes noises. That's and, what we were listening yeah. to
0: too last night as well, and the trees banging into the windows. And but I mean, in this neck of the woods, um, you know, you remember Pine Lake? Absolutely. I mean, that little belt that goes right through there. Man, they always seem to get get hit
1: hard. Were you working? That night. I was in Regina still, like Global T V in Regina that night when that all came down and yeah, I can I remember. Were you were you at the I was, studio?
0: Yeah, I was in on the air and it hit that, uh, that evening, I think it hit while we were on the air shortly after, the next day went out and we did a live yeah. show and, and back in those days the technology was was it's rather funny now because it was like a satellite mm-hmm. telephone box mm-hmm. that we used, but uh, we did hit a satellite somehow and we we did our whole, I was out there standing, watching the carnage and then yeah. showing our viewers the, was the carnage on live TV was quite something. It
1: was unreal and I can remember when I got here and we got talking oh. more a little bit about it and I know there was a lot of people that were at the football game that night, there was oh, yeah. an S Eskimos game okay. that night. Yeah. And I remember someone from the station calling and doing a page through Commonwealth Stadium trying to get the um, the Global yeah. Edmonton, oh, I remember that. Yeah. and all those who were there to rush back and to get back to the station. Yeah,
0: that's so true. It's just, uh, it is just it is just so extremely frightening. It's, it's just unbelievable. And that belt right through Red yeah. Deer, Pine Lake, Bowdoin, Innisfail, every year we're, we're mm-hmm. reporting on something, funnel clouds or, or something like that. Yeah, but hopefully it's, nothing like um, you know, again.
1: It's the one thing that I've noticed since I've lived here. So I moved here in December November of 2000 um the severe weather, and I guess maybe severe weather. Some would say it's happening a lot more mm-hmm. now than it than it has been for others. Others are but saying, "Here is the reason," or, and that's the thing. Or do you just like or you know? is it this just are we more uh, paying more attention to it?
0: I wonder because every year we go, "Oh, this has been a lousy spring," or, or "Oh, look at all the mm-hmm. pollen f- or the falling mm-hmm. from the poplar trees." And I say, "Yeah, but this happens every year." Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it is getting getting more. I hope but not. But. Do, you,
1: do you remember it was what was it, I think in two thousand and four that big rainstorm? They called it the storm of the century. For sure. Yeah. and how bad that was. Yeah, we were here at a in restaurant, city.
0: Jasper Avenue. I remember, uh, Sicilian Kitchen. I think, yeah. and I remember looking out the window right there, ja- and just a torrent of water coming by. We, our basement got flooded mm-hmm. that year. Remember that? That was about a foot of water in the yeah. basement. And so that that's been going on for a while, and now, you know, farmers are complaining they don't have enough water.
1: Yeah. All all over the place. and Yeah, then you look at the fall and the early snow that uh, devastated a lot of farmers as well. Yeah, and I,
0: you know, and I, it's funny about what you get used to, and as the years go by, you try to remember, you know, I talk to my dad and he talks about, oh, 1938 was a real, you know. (laughs)
1: 1938. Yeah,
0: you'll go back and talk, but, you know, it sounds like it's such, it's so cyclical. You Mm -hmm. you wonder if it's getting worse. I I worked and lived in the States for a while, Mm -hmm. and Minneapolis, you just took it for granted that those those air sirens were going to go off you know at least once a week Mm -hmm. and you headed right down for the basement it became so commonplace for the the years we were there. I
1: have never been in a city where people are more aware, though, of severe weather. And I think that goes back to Black Friday and the tornado and and everything like that. And and everyone is, I think, and and Pine Lake, of course, is super hypersensitive to um, the warnings, the watches. They have a really good idea of what those are, keeping their eye on the sky, sending pictures, have an idea what a cold core funnel cloud is, what a plow wind is. I've never seen that before in my life. I didn't know any of that stuff before I moved here.
0: Yeah. I'd only had a little bit of that when I worked in uh, in the States, but yeah, once bitten, twice shy, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, the, you take the Black Friday and the Pine Lake and and a, a couple of floods, and that's all it takes. <laughs> you're just hoping it doesn't happen again.
1: Yeah, Gord Steinke joining me in studio as usual, as uh, usual Thursday segment. We forgot to play your opening again. Oh,
0: that's okay. Oh my
1: <laughs> uh, Andrew is away today and tomorrow. He's off doing shows in Vancouver. He'll be back on Monday, and then yes, we will be together for a little bit before either of us have summer holidays.
0: You've been busy too, haven't you, with, uh, with your honorary colonel status. I I saw a picture you you're your, uh, reviewing cadets.
1: I was, yeah, I was a reviewing officer for the uh, Leduc Black Knight uh, air cadet right. squadron on the weekend. What
0: was the, the average
1: age? I would say probably 14-15. There right. was a number of kids that were well, there's 13. A lot of them now. Yeah, 13 years old, but then there were some um, that were at the at the top end, I think that's 17 or 18. One family, their one daughter, they they were originally from England. Yeah. Um their daughter had just started little tiny Tiny little oh, skiff of a thing. cute
0: is that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And her brother, so she just started, only been in for three months, and her brother was this, like Gord Steinke tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and was just getting out. Oh, And neat. so it was a family thing. So but,
0: you had to actually go along yeah. the lines, and I've done that before, and you review them, and they look them right in the eye. And, and
1: you talk to them, yeah. and you say whatever. Yeah. And, and that was. And I've done this like a few times now, but it's trying to remember. Okay, I've, I've got to salute here. I've got to salute this. I've got to do this. You're on the dais. What do you do up and down? And making sure that you're yeah. going up and down the, the the rows properly because there's a rule with that. When you walk yeah. by the uh, the flags, you have to make sure to salute. All of these little things that you're still learning, and you don't want to you don't, <laughs> don't yeah. want to screw it up. You don't. No. Not in front of these kids who can teach you stuff. Well,
0: they could, but they're they're kind of scared. Yeah. When, when you're going by, I know I was always. You're looking great. I didn't want to yeah. criticize. Anybody. Oh no! They no. go. Their 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 shoes are, are yeah. shine shinier than mine. You know? Yeah. No, they, they were. They're serious. wonderful.
1: I my husband always said, you can. You know, like the thirteen year old boys or fourteen year old boys are like, and all of them probably don't stop. Don't stop talking to me. Don't stop talking to me. Oh, she stopped to talk to me. <laughs> but usually I just ask how long they've been, um, how long they've been in cadets for, yeah. what is their favorite thing. But at the end, you're always asked, do you have any comments, criticisms, mm-hmm. anything like that? I could never bear no. to say anything bad. These kids work so hard on
0: that, and they're so into it. When I was growing up, I, I imagine we would have had the the cadet uh, option, but mm-hmm. I went into Boy Scouts, Cubs, and Boy mm-hmm. Scouts, and kind of went that way. So we didn't have the spit and polish that yeah. that you quite do you know in in cadets and we've got a good sea cadet oh program yeah right here you too.
1: you've been reviewing officer was, yeah
0: with that. and there must there was hundreds of them in there and they were just just charming i mean and they you know the, the their leaders the officers that were running them mm-hmm. and, and these kids they, it was just like they were re- actually in the army yeah no just Navy.
1: you know when you look and what one of the things i said to them in a in a, in a world where, you know, oftentimes you're judged about what's cool or what's not, they've kind of yeah. done their own thing and said, you know, this is something that I like. And, you know, maybe some people don't think that that sort of thing is cool. But to me, it's like it's nonconformity, yep. except when you're in there, you're conforming oh, to all the sure. rules. But it's something, you know what, and you have a passion for it, go for and it. And it.
0: it's a real team building thing. It's mm-hmm. a, you know, you're working with others and uh, you're you're planning projects and you're doing it with a great group of people yeah, yeah it's fun absolutely it's program
1: uh gourd stonkey and y- yeah like you said you did it for the sea cadets
0: yes yeah yeah right here right here in edmonton yeah it was a ton of fun for
1: non- is it nonsense
0: that's it yeah 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 they have reviewed them so there i had to that was before i was an honorary colonel so i was you know i had to walk up and down i didn't know anything about protocol <laughs> at that time or saluting or like you said about standing in front stop in front of the flag and i learned learned a lot
1: yeah learning how to salute is uh yeah it's it's harder than it looks
0: yeah it and is. they do
1: and they a snap. It's like, how do you do that? Snap and right down.
0: Yeah, since I've had my wrist fixed, it doesn't bend that much. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> It'll be, be perfect, a, See, now. look at that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. We'll take Salutator. a break
1: here. It's 217. Gord <laughs> Steinke joining me in studio. Andrew is away uh in Vancouver tomorrow, today and tomorrow. Hold the line, Glenn. We'll get your phone call right after this.
0: Call 780-496-0063 or text 630-630.
2: And join the
0: conversation. The afternoon news on 630 Chad. Edmonton's breaking news
2: and conversation station.
1: Yes, join the conversation four nine six zero zero six three or six thirty six thirty. Lots to uh, chime in on today on the show. So right now, Gord Steinke joining us uh, for his usual Thursday check-in. Gord Glenn is on the phone, has a story from the Red Deer storm. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for holding. Oh, nice.
2: Hi, hey, Gord. Hi, got it, justice. I gotta tell you that Sylvia and I have watched you guys from day one on Global.
0: Oh, that's nice. Six,
2: six in the morning and eleven before we go to sleep, buddy. <laughs>
0: oh, that's nice anyway, to hear. Anyway,
2: Grandma Sylvia now has a story to tell the grandkids. She was, she phoned me uh, Monday night at six o'clock, and she walked across our condo parking lot and and all the wood and. And dust and everything was twirling, so she highballed her in, and as she's going in the front door, she hears a big crack, oh. and a whole part of the roof come across, landed on a guy's truck, and broke in half, and landed in my empty parking spot. Unreal. So she ran upstairs to our suite on the top floor, opened it up, and everything was just fine, no hole in the roof. Went across the hallway, banged on the old couple's door. Are you guys okay? The guy said, Yeah, but you should see our bedroom. She went in the bedroom. <laughs> There's about an 8 by 12 hole wow. in the roof, and it sucked his mattress right out. Is oh, that right? Oh, my goodness. That's something
0: you'd hear in yeah. a tornado or something. That's terrifying, but everybody's okay.
2: Yeah, and, and she sent, I sent the pictures into to Jesperson because it was so funny. <laughs> You know, like I said, her, we're blessed because that two minutes later, and that whole roof and two by fours gonna hit her. But tell them
0: a story. No, That's it's a story. Sure. Yeah, you'll be telling that story for years to come.
1: How's the cleanup? Yeah. Go- how's the cleanup going in Red Deer, Glen?
2: Well, I'm not. I'm not home yet. But according to Sylvia, we got power about ten o'clock this morning, mm. and uh, they still had the village parked. Small parking all closed because that's right next to us. And the TD Bank was pretty well stripped of its siding and part of its roof. Yeah, and and you they see, boarded up, boarded up all the work where, uh, world there because all the windows popped out.
0: You know, and, and when the power goes out like that, you think about everybody's deep freeze. And uh-huh. you know, unless you've got a gas generator, what do you do? Everything that you've got in that deep freeze once it gets over what eight hours or yeah, something, yeah, forget I mean, about it. You might as well say forget about it. I
2: will very worried about my elk sausage but it lasted and she said the power came on and everything was still frozen.
1: did you Overall, say okay, there. Did Glenn, you say, did you say elk sausage?
2: Yes I did' mm. nice. the best in the country Now is this
1: <laughs> the, is this the homemade elk sausage?
2: Yeah, I get my son uh, is quite a hunter, so he keeps me in pretty good stock.
0: Oh, uh, okay. That's nice. Yeah, we have some friends who do the same thing, quite the hunters in our freezer. Half of it's always full of some good venison, and yet yeah, there's always some nice sausage in there, for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's anyway, good, I'm glad that's you're okay. Quite a story, and the power lines behind, you know, we're very lucky because behind our condo is a big ball field, and Sylvia said there were a bunch of young girls out at ball practice, and the power lines and the poles all blew over. Of course, that's why we're out of power, but nobody was injured. (laughs) Oh, good. uh, That's the main thing. good Good news, right? So,
1: Glenn, did that wind just pick up really, really quickly?
2: Yes, because Sylvia got home. She ran over to the mall to grab some milk or something. She was gone like 20 minutes, 15 minutes, and on her way back, she said, I was just Climbing up the steps, and I heard this horrendous howling like I've never heard before, and I looked up, and there was dust spinning in the air and pieces of wood, so I just high her down the parking lot to the front door, so it okay. came real quick. Well, well, well I'm sure. glad you guys are, yeah.
1: are safe, and, and certainly for your neighbors. I mean, uh, roofs can be yeah. repaired, and shingles can be repaired, and you can buy a new mattress, but you can't uh, buy a new life, can you? Or, or elk sausage. Or it's elk sausage.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and get Jesperson to show you those pictures of those holes in the roof. I think he forwarded them to Global News. I'm
0: not sure. I'll take a look when we get back. Thanks for that. Thanks for sharing your story.
2: Thanks, Glenn. Uh, Yeah, have a good one, guys. Say
1: hi to Sylvia for us, too.
0: Say hi to Sylvia. Yeah, all
2: right. Okay, there you go. You know, it
0: wasn't just down in Red Deer. A a good friend of ours up in Fort Saskatchewan, she was just parked at a red light. Luckily, she didn't have the kids with her. Mm -hmm. And, And the wind was so strong at the intersection, it blew her entire back window out. Of Their uh, little you SU, mini oh my SUV, goodness. so yeah, it just uh, shattered it and nothing even hit it. It was just the, the fo- sheer force of the wind,
1: craziness,
0: yeah, crazy. crazy. You know, well, I'm
1: glad everyone was mm-hmm. uh, yeah, safe. And someone just said, Holy smokes! Yeah, and I yeah. was doing gardening on was that what day was that? Was that Sunday? Yeah, was it Sunday?
0: Well, it was this week. Yeah. That, yeah, because Monday and Tuesday were, Monday, Tuesday were really nice. Oh, we had a nice weekend. That was like Tuesday night. Yeah. Rolled in, and Even, everything Everything changed. That's yeah.
1: right. Uh, but it's supposed to be nice again this weekend, so yay for that. Yeah,
0: no kidding. It doesn't happen very often.
1: A um, couple of interesting things. don't know if you heard about it, and you had uh, had mentioned it as well. There's a, uh, I don't know, if the Canadian sniper. I know. Is that Has something? Uh, s- blew away a record for the furthest kill. This yep. happened it, in Iraq.
0: And it was one of our... our guys mm-hmm. that did it, uh, yeah, he killed an ISIS fire. It was a two-mile shot. He was using a. Uh, you probably are familiar with, with some of the firearms at the hub. It's called a McMillan Tac 50 sniper rifle, mm-hmm. and it was two. He was up in a high-rise, and he sighted in at two miles. Basically, is what it was. A two-mile shot, firing from such a distance, you can just imagine. You'd have to take into wind and, and distance. And, and
1: I was, uh, a friend of mine's Facebook page today was talking about that. He's yeah. a former uh, airborne commando guy and was talking about how much and the curvature, believe it or right. not, of the earth yeah. and everything like that. And
0: that shot for the bullet they hit took just under 10 seconds. Isn't that that's else? that's an eternity, 10 seconds. So you, you'd see a puff of smoke and yeah. then, you, you know, then nine seconds later, it hits its target. And so
1: it's all been verified. It's been recorded. Verified.
0: It happened this month, but of course they're not going to release uh, his name, but he was with, uh, with the Joint Task Force, Canada's uh-huh. joint, uh, that operation in Iraq that's going on with the U.S. right now. So, so.
1: Canada now has three...
0: Yeah, we've got great... We, three
1: of the top five snipers, yeah. or the the longest shots. Right. The records for the longest shots.
0: Yeah, fighting ISIS.
1: Yeah. So Canada was, uh, yeah, this year at 3,450 metres. Then Great Britain follows uh, from... 2009 at 2475 meters 2002 uh, is Canada at uh, just over 2,400 metres in Canada again in 2002 from 23 uh, just over 2,300 metres and the US following behind them.
0: I know, well it shows you how well the Canadian forces are trained. I mean it's you know, that's quite something. Much to
1: what some people
0: exactly. might
1: not believe.
0: Yeah, there's some proof right there. This is
1: really cool too just before we uh, we let you go yeah. I, you are going down to the Invictus Games in September.
0: This is uh, uh, it's in the works right now yeah. for sure and uh, we're just wiring out the details to make sure I don't have any other duties with Global mm-hmm. and that, that they're gonna let me... Mm-hmm. Go, Go. but yeah, with the National Defense Department asked me to go down and we want to uh, moderate a panel. And this is uh, Prince Harry set this Mm -hmm. whole thing up uh, with the Invictus Games and it's in Toronto and uh, it's called Wounded Warrior Symposium is what I'll be taking part in when when I get there and and moderating a panel. And it's all talking about PTSD and uh, people that have been wounded in combat and not just from Canada, but there'll be people from all over the world who've been in similar combat uh, situations. So I'm really looking forward to it and that's the lead-up to the Invictus Games. So, uh, what a great experience! Well, yeah, because it involves everybody and all all the military around the world. So it's going to be quite something. Prince Harry will be there. I know, and uh, be quite interesting.
1: Yeah, and I know at least uh, three Edmontonians. So former and current military members, Lauren Ford, right, um, and Kev Nansen on the team. They're and, all going. And yeah, there's a female, and I can't remember her name uh, right now. So but you'll from have to this get her area, on, get them on the we're show. We're going to get them on the show. We've talked to them already. So this is
0: really turning into a huge deal, and it's just not just an awareness. It's highly competitive. Absolutely. This is it's all about. I I can't
1: wait to hear all about it.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Gord Steinke on this Thursday afternoon. Thanks.
0: Jalen, always a pleasure. We'll see you next week. You bet. The
1: 630 Chad
2: Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.